Hello and welcome to the Luke Winstall Show. This is episode 95. Today's guest is one of the most intriguing basketball prospects in the class of 2022. According to the 24-7 Sports Composite Ranking, he's a four-star, number 106 player in the country for his class. In the first few months of 2021, his recruitment's really been heating up, including offers from Power 5 schools like Georgia, Ole Miss, and Auburn. RJ Godfrey, thank you for joining me on the show. How are you doing today? And how are you? Awesome, doing well. I'm glad to have you on. First off, I'm wondering, what's your story been like going from starting to play basketball to where you are now as a four-star recruit? Well, I started playing basketball, I think, kindergarten, so I've been playing all my life, but I never thought I would be a basketball player. Growing up, I just thought I was going to play football because my whole family, we love football. My dad played football. And probably until, I would say, eighth grade, I was better at football. But now that basketball is like transforming, I'm becoming the player I am today. I never thought it's crazy. I never thought I'd be right, right here, you know. What changed for you in eighth grade where basketball started to take and get ahead of football? It was probably that like I started. Well, I I got a concussion in eighth grade, and then I was like, ah, I'm not I'm not feeling football anymore. So I just focused on basketball, but. uh Got on, a, got on the right AU team in eighth grade with a game elite coach T, Coach Cara. So uh, she really helped me. She thought her I wouldn't be here. So uh, she's she helped me a lot, and I just kept working hard after that. So, well, specifically working with the coaching staff that you just mentioned. I mean, what did they help you with? What helped put you over the edge and start to separate you? They really helped me most mentally. They gave me they put like a I would say a dog in me. I guess, and uh, but they really helped me with like my conditioning, strength. They gave me like a lot of stuff I can use in the future too that I still use today. But they made me the player. They made me a really high level player. So definitely. Well, you mentioned your dad, Randall Godfrey, for our listeners who played at UGA, played in the NFL. So growing up with an athlete as your dad, a great athlete. I mean. What's that experience like for you? And it seems like it's kind of come full circle with you just recently being offered by UGA as well. Yeah, growing up, a lot of people, you know, they come and be like, you're like, you're in the country side. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really cool, but people would think that he would like, like force me to, or force, you know, like UGA and like football on me, but it's really not like that. It's completely opposite. He, he, he wants me to follow my path and it's my dream. So he, he supports me anything I do so it's great having someone like him and he's been on the professional level so he knows what it takes and he always you know tells me right what I need to what I need to do to get there so I mean it's really good playing with me uh having my dad in my life what's been a moment where he said something that has really stuck with you that's helped you progress uh winners never quit quitters never win so he has a football camp down in Valdosta uh probably about every two years, sometimes every year. But the motto of that, uh, of the camp is winners never, never, winners never quit, winners never win. So I've always taken that from him. So Now you're in your high school season playing at North Gwinnett. Your team's had some success this year, looking good. I mean, how would you describe the outlook and the squad of what you guys have put together this year? We have a squad this year. We have a lot of, we, Basically, all of us, we're, we're all shooters, and we can all do everything. But 
Uh, we had a slow, slow Christmas break, but now we're on. I think we're on a five-game win streak, but we have a squad this year. I think we're going to win a state championship for sure, but for seven eight. But we're we're going to be good the next few years. We have a lot of we're loaded this year. Whenever someone searches your name on the internet, they'll look on the news articles, and it's a lot of R.J. Godfrey dominating or putting up these big stats or some kind of headline about you taking over games. What goes through your head when you're in a game situation, your team needs you to step up? What are you thinking? I'm just staying focused on winning the game because that's the, cause that's the main thing, just winning, winning. So, I mean, I would say conditioning. Like, I, I'll probably just say, like, staying in shape and keeping my mind sharp because, you know, when I, get, when I get tired, you start to, like, lose it mentally and physically. So, I mean, it's probably just staying in it. Like staying in the game and uh, like mentally. So, what are some of those matchups against individual players that you've faced playing in Georgia and the Southeast? You've had a lot of good guys to go against. So, what are some of those matchups that have given you a lot of a challenge? And it's different. It's it's different every game. So, I mean, you have a lot of different type of players down here in Georgia. Because I think Georgia's the best uh, basketball state in America. But I, we we play a lot of competition. Some games are guarded by, you know, uh, these, I would say, six, six, one, six, two guards that, that are all in you and, uh, you know, very aggressive. And some games are guarded by six, eight players that can do everything. Like Taj Kelly from Grayson. I, I would say that he was the hardest person that, that had, to, had to go through this uh, this year. And also Turtle, I think his name is Jaheim Hudson. So really, he was tough to get by. But, uh, those are probably both of them are probably the two hardest defenders I had to go through this season. Looking at your game overall, I'm curious, who do you think you compare to in terms of a style of play? Any NBA or NCAA guys? Uh, well, I would say I would I I, I strive to play like LeBron because he's my favorite player. I love watching him, watch him all the time. But a lot of people say, but like a I would say they would say Giannis like. I use my length and on defense and on offense, but I also make uh, great passes and I, I, I make a lot of playmaking plays. So I mean, they were they were. I've, I've got compared to Giannis a couple of times, but I would say I play like LeBron. But I've only heard one person say I play like LeBron. That's my uh, coach, Coach Thomas. Okay, well, LeBron's obviously either the greatest or second greatest of all time, depending on who you ask. So. What do you think specifically draws you to LeBron James and his game? Like, what about him? What trait? Just his, like, durability. Like, how he's been doing it for, I think it's seven, 18 years now, 17. And, you know, he's been consistently great making these highlight plays every night. And just, like, the way he leads in the community, too. Like, he's a great leader off the court. And I just want to try to be like him get older. But I would say on the court, it makes me want to play like him. Probably his playmaking because I think last year he averaged ten assists, and that was I think one of my goals to average seven assists. I don't think I'm quite there yet, but people don't understand how good of a passer LeBron James is. So I also try to you know copy that from him. So well, it sounds like you try to model at least part of your game after LeBron. Who are some other guys that you may study film of, or you may like to watch and try to model yourself after? I used to watch a lot of Paul George uh, growing up, but now I really watch a lot of Jimmy Butler on defense. Cause I, I would say one of 
uh, my, I don't want to say flaws, but one of the things I need to work on on defense is my perimeter defense. And Jimmy Butler plays a, a really good perimeter defense. So, and his footwork is amazing too on the perimeter. So, I copy after him. And that's really it. Definitely. Well, when you look at your game, specifically individually, what do you think about you stands out to where you're right on the edge of being a top 100 player in your class? I would say my ability to defend around the rim and also into the basket and the way I finish. I think, I think I'm in the, I think I'm 60% this year from the field, very efficient. And uh, last year I had the most, I had the uh, block, uh, single season record for both Renee. I think people understand how well I uh, block shots and defend the rim. So I, I, w- I would say that that's my best part of my game. Those two attributes right there. Definitely. Well, you're listed as a small forward on 24-7 sports. I know you can play a lot of different positions. Where do you see yourself fitting in on a college team? I see myself playing the two, three, or four because I'm very versatile. I can play everywhere. And I think after this summer, I've Develop my jump shot pretty pretty good, but I haven't really I haven't really been shooting like that this year. But uh, I can hit it when I'm open, so I think I can play everywhere. My ball handling skills have have improved a lot, and uh, I think I, I see myself playing two two through four. Well, to be listed as a two three four small forward type of guy, I mean, shot blocking is it something that's come naturally to you, or something that you had to you know really hone in on, or or where is it? Where's it been for you to develop that skill so well? Uh, I really started blocking shots freshman year. Uh, probably after my good uh, my good buddy Jared Ivy. He's at Georgia Tech playing football, but uh, you know I watched him block shots and jumping at the backboard and did like glass shots. That's like one of the like the key things I picked up. But I really started blocking shots freshman year. You know, I was I think I was six fourth freshman year. So in my you know I worked out I worked my legs out a lot. So. I was getting high and blocking shots, so that's that's really when I started blocking shots. But I've never been like tall one growing up, so I didn't block a lot of shots or like I haven't I wasn't as close as uh, growing up. So okay, well I'm curious for someone to get to the status that you have. You're not even a senior yet. You're in the middle of your junior season to be the number 106 player on 24/7 Sports ranking. What's the story and the moment behind when you blew up and you first started getting this national level of attention? Ooh. I think when I first, I think when I got my third offer from Ole Miss, that's when I started getting like a lot of calls from uh, like a lot of media and other schools. But that, that was in August. But I mean, it, like if you ask me in freshman year, I'll be the 106 player in the nation, like, I would not believe you at all because I, I, really, I really didn't think I would you know, be this good or, like, be you know, a top 100 player. But, I mean, I just put in work uh, ninth grade, 10th grade year and paid off. So it's good. Well, you mentioned at the beginning of your high school career, you wouldn't have thought you'd make it here. Can you tell a moment that it hit you that you were like, okay, I could do this. I could be a big-time guy or a big player. I think the game that I was like, oh, I might be really good at this. It was, we were in – I think we are in Alabama. It was ninth grade. I was playing with Game League JB, and we played the number one team 
No, yeah, his number one team in the has got Robert called the Wildcats. And uh, I think I had 23 points that game, and they were really – we still lost the game, but – and it was really, like, I went up – we were on a fast break. They passed it up to me. I went up with two hands. I think it was seven foot at the time. I was on a seven-footer after the game. You know, even though we lost, my coaches came up to me, supporting me. I was like, man, I could – and go somewhere, somewhere with this. And I think after that, uh, UCF talked to my coach about me. I was like, yeah, I think I could you know, go far for this. So. Well, now in the recruiting process, where are you? What's your outlook? How are things going? Uh, it's very, very busy right now. You know, I picked up a couple of offers last week. That was probably the, you know, the hottest week for me last week. But right now, you know, I really just started to recruit, like, like really into the recruiting process over the summer. So right now it's like, you know, it's an even playing field for every school. But um, I love it. I love talking to these new coaches. I love getting to know these new coaches. I just can't wait to see them when uh, when uh, spring live period starts. That's my favorite. I, I can't wait to you know, get up to these colleges and see everything and visit. So I'm very excited for that. Definitely. Well, now having some of these bigger offers, UGA, Ole Miss, and you've got your options of big schools, small schools, everything in between. What are you prioritizing in recruiting? What are some things that really matter to you most when you're looking at a school? Uh, it's just like how I would fit best and where I would, where I would feel like it's home. Because that's the most important thing, that like relationship and bonding with other coaches. Where um, I, w- I wouldn't want to go to a school where I where it wouldn't feel like home. I do want to go to, you know, a school where where I love it and I love playing the basketball every day. For sure. Well, I'm curious with you playing basketball in Georgia for so long, facing so many talented players. Class of 2022, obviously there's another year left for you guys, but there's a lot of gems in the state of Georgia, as you mentioned, with it being such a talented state. Who are some guys or a guy that you think we're not talking about enough? Around Georgia, E.J. Clark. He goes to Newton High School. Goes with me. He's he been playing with me since eighth grade, but he's a dog on defense. He, he can score the ball good, and uh, a lot of people are sleeping on him. He's gonna be. He's gonna blow up this summer for sure. But uh, not another person is Thomas Lar. He he goes to uh, my school too. He he played with over the summer, but he's. I would say he's the best shooter I ever seen play. Uh, but lights out from three, he can play. He he can make plays on offense, and uh, he's gonna have a really good time too. So, well, now I'm curious to learn a little about you off the floor, outside of basketball. What kind of hobbies do you have? Over the summer, I spend a lot of time. On, I, I spend a lot of time fishing with my brother. Me and my brother. Usually over the summer, we go fishing almost every day. We don't have practice or AAU. So, uh, also play a lot of video games. With my friends' favorite game. Right now, I would say is Rainbow Six Siege. We play that uh, every day over the weekend. So that's my favorite game. Um, that's really it, just video games and fishing over the summer. I don't really – I just watch – I, yeah, I, I'll probably say I watch a lot of Netflix too when I'm bored. watch a lot of anime. Are you superstitious at all before games? Do you have any kind of rituals? Uh, the only, you know, thing I really do before a game, I always wear John Lucas uh, – uh, shirt before my game because that was my favorite camp and I feel like it gives me college where I play so that's the only like weird superstition thing. Awesome and 
What do you think is something that might surprise people about you? Uh, um, I would probably say my personality. I'm, I would say I'm one of the nicest dudes that you probably meet, but you know, a lot of people would think that, you know, I'm, I, I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say intimidating, but like not like as nice as you think I would be. But I would say I'm one of the nicest dudes, you, you know, off the court. For sure. Yeah. Well, what do you think is something that people don't know about you, but they should? Uh, I am a huge Seven Deadly Sins fan. And I'm a, in a, and I'm a huge uh, Marvel. I love Marvel movies. I watch, I think I watch every single Marvel movie, but I am a huge Thor fan. I love Thor. Uh, and I watch a lot of, yeah, Seven Deadly Sins too. I love uh, Meliodas and um, Seven Deadly Sins. Why is Thor your favorite? Uh, well, since Thor Ragnarok, his personality—they re- Marvel really gave him like a personality outside of just being this big, tough, you know, hero. Now he has. Now he's funny. He's, you know, loving. He's probably the best overall character I would say in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But uh, he just has so much personality about him now. And in game, when they put him, uh, when they uh, transformed into like the fat Thor. That was the funniest Thor I've ever seen. So after that, I really, you know, fell in love with Thor. So. What do you say to people that think that DC is better than Marvel? Oh man, I don't know. You think any DC movie is better than Marvel movie? They're crazy. Well, back to basketball for a final question. What are your goals going forward for yourself in terms of your high school career? Uh, for sure. Definitely make it to a thousand point club. Uh, I don't know how many points I'm at right now, but that's definitely a goal. And the main one is to win a state championship. I think we have a really good chance winning it this year, but also next year. It would be great if I uh, win two state championships. So uh, that's always a goal for me and my team. Definitely. Well, RJ, I appreciate your time. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Into this edition of the Luke Winstall Show, please be sure to follow on social media at Luke Winstall Show and share it with all your friends. That concludes this episode, but I'll see you back next week with another great guest.